Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. Here we go, go. Welcome to On Air with Brandon J. I am Brandon, and this is a special show because I'm joined by my brother from another mother, Mr. James Bondurant. James, how are you, man? Doing good, Brandon. Appreciate you uh, getting me on today. I, you, you know, I had to ask you, how was watching The Clash? Because I know it was supposed to happen Sunday, but because of the weather and all the craziness in Los Angeles, they moved it to Saturday evening. Who won that race? Yeah, man, it was a great race. Uh, Denny Hamlin actually pulled it off. And, and you know, those that don't know about Denny Hamlin, not a huge fan of him as a personality, but as a driver, he's probably uh, the best short track racer in the sport right now. So, James, you know, I'm all about predictions, right? I'm, I'm always curious to see other people's perspective. What are your predictions for uh, for this season in, uh, in NASCAR? Well, I'll tell you. This is the third year that they've run this new car. And they really are starting to figure out all the stuff, all the details with the team. So, it's hard to pick one driver. I will tell you this. Ryan Blaney just came off a, a championship. He will probably be a contender next this year. He will be, probably be a contender at the end of the season. Um, biggest thing, there's so much talent. The cars are so equal. I believe that there's going to be a lot of competitors that step up. We may have a lot of different winners this year. But at the end of the day, the guy that's going to win the championship in the NASCAR Cup Series is, may not be the most consistent driver. Maybe you're the most consistent driver of the year, but at the end of the year, those last few races, that's what's going to count. And it's going to come down to who is great at the right time. Hey, this and, sounds uh, like a this sounds like a football prediction. <laughs> I'm having a I'm having a deja vu flashback here. <laughs> well, so, you know, it's that's, that's sports. It's American sports. I, you look at the NFL and NASCAR, that's about as American as it gets. I want you to elaborate on them because I know you're keeping up with all you're, you're in the mix, definitely. And, you know, I just want you to share with our audience if, if they're not really paying attention, there's just a lot coming in, in this year of 2024. Yeah, it's definitely a lot coming. It's, you know, there's been a lot going on in auto racing in general. And the big thing in auto racing over the last, you know, five years or so was, how do we make the sport more exciting and how do we make it closer racing? And so NASCAR has developed a car that's essentially a cookie cutter car for, for everyone. And so all the teams have the same car essentially now, and it comes down to setup. And then of course, we, you know, the engine manufacturers, you got Toyota, you got Ford and you got Chevy. And, in your opinion, and I know we have to be politically correct on this, but, you know, in terms of manufacturers, do you think that that Toyota has the upper edge? Is, is that why 2311 is using these guys? And and I mean, even in the Arca series, right, we know the, the winner of the last season was Jesse Love Jr. And, you know, they were team Toyota. So do you think Toyota's got a, an upper edge on these guys? Listen, Joe Gibbs has got a, a really strong program. And he's really the heartbeat of Toyota. Um, last year, in 2023, Chevy had a, a small advantage on the other teams. Uh, Ford ended up winning a championship with Ryan Blaney, but overall, Chevy just had a little advantage. So um, over the offseason, Ford, both Ford and Toyota built a new body. They've designed a new body for their cars this year. And... Uh, those Toyota bodies and that Ford, they're looking real good. They're looking strong. I think it's going to be a very competitive season this year with all the teams. Hey, I got a random question for you, right? So I was at CES uh, literally a couple of weeks ago, 
And, you know, James, I was telling everybody, there's going to be flying cars. Everybody's like, oh, Brandon, you're crazy, whatever. And then I see this huge drone-looking car that flies. Do you think there will be some kind of uh, auto racing with flying cars in the future? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, for us purists, maybe we don't want to see cars flying, but it's just it's where things are going, right? I mean, they already got uh, Red Bull has the plane racing. And, uh, you know, people are going to always push the limits. I mean, if you look over the years of extreme sports and where things have gone, you know, yeah, the, the next level would probably be something of a, of some sort of flying car. I would not doubt it for a second. Well, you know, what's wild, right? You always say you're an old school racer in a new school world. And I think that's exactly what we're, what we're walking into. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, the way things are going, you you have to jump on the bandwagon and be a part of all the advancements in technology or you're going to miss the boat. Speaking of the bandwagon, right? We know we've got the Super Bowl coming up in less than a week. It's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. I was reading an article and they stated that because of Taylor Swift being involved with these games, you know, watching her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, uh, Kels play, whatever. I'm, I think I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, uh, that they generated an estimated $380 million. Do you think Taylor Swift is the reason the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl? Well, <laughs> heard the pause there. Tricky question. <laughs> we could analyze that one for days. Um, you know, people... You know, some of these football fans can't stand Taylor Swift, but the bottom line is, is Taylor Swift is helping your sport. You know, I mean, so we we really can't knock Taylor and what she's done for the sport. Has she helped Travis Kelsey? I mean, I would say he's definitely playing at some of the best level I've ever seen him play at. At least he's not doing any worse than he was before. Hey, I think the Swifties are are are, are contributing to that. <laughs> I mean, he's you can see the effort that he's putting out on the field. Obviously, there's a bigger effort, um, you know. But that's always been there for the Chiefs. So now it's uh, seeing if they can bring home the Super Bowl ring for Taylor. <laughs> and sources are saying James that even that they're thinking that all of this this uh, publicity and exposure that Taylor is getting is that the NFL is gearing her up to be the, the halftime performer uh, at next year's Super Bowl. Do you think that has anything to do with it or could that be a, a, a unique possibility? Well, I mean, it, it's a natural progression, right? She's the biggest thing going on right now in the NFL, as far as uh, pop star celebrities. So it would only make sense to have her do the Super Bowl. Listen, at the end of the day, uh, I may not be a Taylor Swift fan, <laughs> no, you didn't just say that here on iHeart. <laughs> I can appreciate talent, and Taylor Swift is an amazing talent who has a lot to offer. You know, so hey, I'm I'm all for it. Let's see Taylor put on a show next year. And apparently, an amazing business uh, person as well, because she is worth over one billion dollars now. Like, like it's just incredible to see what what she did uh, starting out as a recording artist and how she's built this, this global and she's become a global phenomenon. Oh yeah. I mean, you look at some of the greats in music. I mean, I, I can't help but think of someone like Snoop uh, or Jay-Z and they're, they're smart businessmen, you know, Dr. Dre, these guys behind the scenes are doing it. And, and Taylor Swift is a smart businesswoman. She's doing the same thing. So that's that's great. All right. So we, we, I know we, we we drifted off in the Super Bowl land, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always curious to see who people think is going to win because, you know, my Cowboys lost and, and everybody's like, oh, you know, you guys are good throughout the regular season. You guys choke in the playoffs. And I'm like, ah, I didn't want to agree with that, but I've kind of seen that years in a row now. So, <laughs> not tough. all you Cowboys fans out there, it's rough because you got a solid team, but you just can't seem to get past that breaking point. I mean, as for, far as the Niners and Chiefs rematch, reboot 2024, uh, you know, my heart leans to the Chiefs because I love the way they play and they're just smart. And they 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 do things right. So, but 
that Niners team, you can't overlook the talent and how run how it runs deep all the way through. So it's gonna be a show come Super Bowl Sunday, no doubt. I mean, it's 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 incredible, you know. And and I don't I I have to say, and I have to my my hats off. I have to give my hat to uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and just the entire team. I mean, they're very good, very uh, respondent towards pressure. Like I don't see this guy does not fold when when he the the game is on the line. I mean, he he's incredible. So. I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win this uh, this year's Super Bowl. Hey, I'm with it, man. And, you know, a lot of race car drivers, they love the NFL. And I'll tell you what, here's the thing about the NFL, how it relates to racing is uh, really race car drivers are extremely similar to a quarterback. And then a coach is like a crew chief, right? And Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are like the best race car driver crew chief you could imagine i mean they're just extremely smart the thing is with the niners is you've got a great team maybe purdy's not the strongest quarterback but he's smart and he's got the best team behind him so it's it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be exciting gonna be a show no doubt hey and what better city to do it than las vegas nevada yeah, man. All that glitz and glamour. I mean, F1 just came off, and now here we are with uh, the Super Bowl. So Las Vegas is happening right now. Speaking of F1, right, let's let's get back into the racing mode. So I know that you, my friend, are, are dabbling into not just one area of racing, NASCAR, ARCA, but, uh, you know, I, I was with you, and I was privileged to see and uh, and great and 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 the wonderful folks at uh, at Penske, you know Roger Penske and his team and staff, they were they were gracious to us and uh, and providing us great hospitality at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And so you know you 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 took me on this crash course of of education, right? I, I didn't just see one one form of racing. I didn't just see you know McDowell <laughs> win in, in Cup, but I also got to see you know Arca and Xfinity and. Indy next and Indy next, the cars are a little bit bigger than the Formula One car, but that's something that you plan on dabbling into. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing is, as a race car driver, I like to go fast. Speed is is where it's at. And Indy car is going well over 240 miles an hour at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That is incredible. You can say what you will, but the speed, the Indianapolis 500, the only time you drop below 200 miles an hour is when you come into the pits or a yellow flag. Otherwise, you're over 200 the entire race. That's incredible, man. Over 200. That's got to be a high. Man, I mean, it's just, it's next level racing, you know? So, you know, I, I love racing. I love auto racing in general. For me, my grandfather raced Formula One for Ferrari, so I am very close to Formula One. I love open wheel racing. I love the speed of it all, but I love stock car racing too. And, you know, and, and my grandpa was fortunate enough to teach a lot of those guys, so I got to be around you know Dale Earnhardt and Jimmy Johnson, these guys, and and uh, there's just so much respect for NASCAR. It's a true American sport. The 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 amount of chest that goes into nascar it's it's unbelievable you know so for me personally i love racing you know i'm not a big listen the, the rally car racing that's something i'm not sure if you're familiar with ken block um we lost him a year ago he was a great talent but he actually went to europe 50 years old he still managed the top 10 in the world rally car championship and i could tell you this those guys on the off-road, they're going well over 100 miles an hour on a tiny dirt road, blind corners, completely dependent on their navigator to get through the course other than their own personal talent. So, I mean, I love rally car. I love it all. It, to me, racing is just fun. But we're in an exciting time here for auto racing because it's just exploding. I mean, you and I have talked about the entertainment side of things, 
And you look at the history of entertainment and auto racing. Sure, you had uh, Steve McQueen. My grandfather taught uh, Paul Newman and James Garner for the movie Grand Prix. And in the 60s were a real uh, illustrious time for entertainment auto racing. There was a, a long time in between there where it wasn't much. Days of Thunder comes out. That's a huge boost. I'll tell you what. Race fans might not like to hear this, but Fast and the Furious, when that first original movie came out, it was a game changer for the auto industry. And at that point, it became a huge pivotal point for us because now you got kids spending every last penny of their paycheck to buy bolt-on parts for their car. And yeah, that's wild. And, and, you know, speaking of Fast and the Furious, you were the guy. You You were the guy the bad guy behind the wheel in the, in the world of drifting. And they actually flew you over to train the drivers in Tokyo drift. When you shared that with me, I was like, Whoa, it's such a small world. Well, 2003, uh, I was fortunate enough to spend some time with the Japanese drifters and drifting was already just huge in Japan. And interesting enough, the format of drifting is a top 16 and you go from 16 to eight down to four until there's the last man standing. Well, a lot of people didn't connect the dots on this one. In 2003, drifting came to America. We saw it here in Japan. All the Japanese drivers come over to America, put on a show. And then in 2004, we had, not only did we have formula drift, the first professional american drift series but if you guys remember nascar in 2004 same year drifting came out they switched to a playoff format which was a top 16 to a top eight to a top four to a last man standing so people don't realize that drifting very likely played a part in the nascar format oh i believe it i mean i think i think the the fast and the furious franchise has just really just changed the world of, of racing and, and, and these kids that are out there drifting and drag racing and out in the streets and all this crazy stuff. And it may be illegal, but it, it definitely contributes to the popularity of, of what people are consuming when it comes to media at home. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. It's exciting. Right. And, you know, I always try to tell kids because, you know, uh, I've had plenty of, of kids approach me, wanting me to, to street race. And I always say, listen, if I go out on the streets with you, do you really think that Roger Penske or Rick Hendricks is going to look at me to drive the race car? You know, so there's just that line of professionalism that we have to walk. But yeah, man, Fast and the Furious is, is it was the start of something new. And now here we are. Uh, Formula One is now owned by an American company. They're really pushing the entertainment. You got NASCAR just releasing their, their Netflix docuseries. And uh, yeah, it's an exciting time, no doubt. Brad Pitt's working on movies. I'm sure there's other movies in the pipeline coming about racing. And it's it's going to be interesting to see what 2024... Hey, hey, you know what? We might even see Mr. James Bondurant in a NASCAR movie coming in the near future. I'm just saying, you know, I, I hey, I, I don't know. But you you tell me, what is next for James? Well, listen, I work real hard at things. You know, there, there could be a lot of people don't really know I'm under the radar. People say what they will about me. But there's one thing I know is my talent as a driver. There's several drivers in the Cup Series I've personally raced against. So I'm working real long and hard, and I'm not going to be satisfied until I get my opportunity to showcase my talents at the top level of racing. I love it. A true competitor. You know, I think every athlete, every, everybody that, that is in the world of sports, whether it's football, basketball, soccer, baseball, auto car racing, uh, boxing, everybody has that one uh thing in common right and it's like what ricky bobby's dad said in the in the famous film of talladega nights either your first or your last 
Exactly. <laughs> I had to. I love that movie. I, I just was I was waiting for the right moment in the interview to say it. <laughs> yeah, man. I love it. Well, it's about that drive. At the end of the day, you know, what what did Ricky Bobby have in the movie, right? He was driven. He may not have been the sharpest tool in the shed, but the guy had drive. So uh, I always say will over skill. You, you want it bad enough, you're going to find a way to get there. Well, it's all about your team. I mean, I think that goes with everything, right? In business, in, in sports. I mean, if you've got a great team behind, you've got a great, in, in your world, right? You have a great crew chief. You have great uh, auto mechanics. You have great infrastructure when it comes to the car. you got the right engines. You got all the right equipment. All of that, right, will will determine how far you succeed and 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 uh, and how far you go in in the world of of racing when it comes to uh, points and and things of that nature. A hundred percent. I mean, I got my boy Frank. He was my crew chief for for many years, and now he's working with Ferrari, working on all their tests. He's the only guy in the world that can hack into Ferrari's computer system. Oh man, I'm ready to get a Ferrari right now, James. Tell Frank to hook Brandon J up with the Ferrari. So yeah, man. I I mean, we, we the same thing goes with marketing. All of it. In racing, you've got to have every little detail. And, and you know, there's a lot of race car drivers that may think they're a good mechanic and they may not be bad, but at the end of the day, you need somebody there behind you to, to propel you to victory lane. Makes sense. Well, James, I know you're, you, you know, you can't really talk about a whole lot because I've tried to dig, dig it out of you. And you're like, no, I can't really say a whole lot. I know you're in confidential discussions with various sponsors and, and various individuals. So definitely please keep us updated when your debut is going to take place very, very soon. Oh, I will. I will. I appreciate it. You know, at the end of the day, I love auto racing and I'm excited to get myself on the track, but I'm also excited to help uh, build a, a solid future for the sport because there's just so much going on and there's a lot of opportunity out there. I mean, listen, folks, I'll tell you right now, get off the couch, get out there and get after your dreams. Because life's too short. No, I there's too much going on, and and if we don't go after it, we're gonna miss that opportunity. And with AI, with all this stuff coming out right now, there is just a massive amount of opportunity in the world. So speaking of AI, James, speaking of AI, I got to share this with you. So so at CES, right? There is a there was a machine there with robots, basically, and machine learning was integrated in. in involved in, in uh, AI and based upon your mood walking up to the machine it would mix a drink based upon your mood wow <laughs> now who's to say that that AI is wrong right and so let's say you have you you walk up and you're you know you're with your girlfriend or wife or whatever and <laughs> and AI reads her and then a and then she's like I wasn't in a bad mood <laughs> what do you say to that it's interesting, you know, uh, people can say what they will, but uh, AI is here to stay. So you can either learn and use it for your advantage or, or miss the opportunity. Yeah, and I'll leave you with this, right? Will I am did a did a press conference with Yahoo Finance and Will I am from Black Eyed Peas. And he was like, it's a shame how much uh, capital has been invested into AI instead of human learning right it, it, into the machines because it, it's inevitable that they want to go this route when i say they being the the major corporations like apple and tesla and the list goes on so you know it it, it will be interesting but thank you so much for joining me today I, I know that uh you are ready to uh to see daytona in action you know we just had the grammys it's just been a very very busy uh weekend this past weekend so thank you so much for for joining us oh thank you brandon i appreciate it man i'm excited for the year and uh i think there's a lot to come for everyone it's gonna be fun james where can we connect with you on instagram bondurant motorsports that's my that's my uh, tagline there so you could find me on uh, facebook instagram and uh linkedin as well James Bondurant, thank you so much, my friend. Always great talking to you. And, and this is our first time having you on on air with Brandon J. So enjoy your week. Definitely keep us posted. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you do next.
All right, Brandon. Thank you much. Appreciate you. Thank you. Guys, this has been a special exclusive on air with Brandon J. I'm Brandon. I will talk to you all on the next episode. Right after the break, we've got music from some of my favorites. We've got uh, Bricks with Moon. We've got Geo Franklin. We've got Alexis Marrero and others. Stay tuned. Here's an exclusive. Come on, baby, come on. You're in the mix with Brandon. It's going down. down, 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 down. The DJ Everyday J on iHeart and Dash. you and me, I don't feel so bad Just so you know, if I only had a dollar I would spend it on you Cause you can never put a price tag On all the shit we been through We can lose it all, but the love will bring us right back I can lose it all, but you gotta know that If I only had a dollar Then you got one too 
I love playing live. I love the rush. I like feeling at home. I feel really at home on stage. I like people leaving my gig being really pleased. Hey, y'all, it's Chloe. Hi, this is Chris from Coldplay. It's Doja Cat. Hey, what's up? This is Dave from Glass Animals. Hey, what's up? It's J Balbin. Hey, it's Billie Eilish. What's good? It's Lady Gaga. Hi, it's BTS. What's good, everybody? It's Bozzy. Hello, how you been holding up? No, we haven't spoken in months, but I thought maybe you've been missing me like I miss you. Maybe you still think of us as me and you. Don't know if it's too soon or too late to say that I regret a lot of the things that I said. I would go back and change it all if I had the chance. And I wish that I could say this all to your face Don't think I have the courage to watch you walk away I wish that we could just let go But I'm sorry for the mess I made I'm sorry for the things I said I'm sorry that I let you down together I'm sorry deserve it I'm sorry
just one minute without you Now that I know I can run to you My heart will never ever be lost since I found you Right in front of me Damn ridiculous. Uh, yeah.
so high I'm gonna take your place and know you never know Each episode we're gonna feature brand new content with purpose behind it news from hollywood execs artists talent entertainment news you name it all things hollywood right here on on air with brandon J. Tuning in to On Air with Brandon J. Follow on Instagram at I am Brandon J.